Hey, sweet friends, my name is Chef Schomburg. I started my baking business with a bottle of DiSerrano and one Bundt cake pan. Fast forward to today from news to magazines, speaking on national stages and more, I can truly say that baking has changed my life. So now as a bakery business coach, I get to help others have the same success. I've helped hundreds of my students across the world in my global membership program create six-figure businesses, mainly from home. The Baking for Business podcast is an extension of that, from actionable tips to valuable tools and resources that can impact you as a business owner. I truly believe, y'all, we would never have been given a gift if we couldn't profit and prosper from it. So come on, darling. What are you waiting for? Hey, what's going on, you guys? Chef Schomburg here, and welcome to another episode of the Baking for Business podcast. Y'all, today we are talking about the money, the moolah, the cheddar, the Nero, dough, as I like to call it, whatever you refer to it. However, today we're talking about four mistakes to avoid so that we're not wasting money in our business. We're not wasting how we allocate funds. And what I mean by that is that Oftentimes, there are things in our business which are money suckers. <laughs> they literally drain the revenue from our business. They take away from our profit percentage. Like if we don't pay attention to certain things, they can just end up costing us more in the long run. And sometimes it's not, when I say things, it's not necessarily items. It can also be habits and behaviors. I know that as business owners, our main challenge is I want to make money. I want to make money. I want to make dough. I want to make, you know, sales, sales, sales. But as a whole, as a business owner, especially a home-based baker, we have to pay attention to all of the things. And there is one of these things that you will find that I'm pretty sure you have probably not stopped lately to say, oh my gosh, is that me? Am I doing that? Is, is this habit or is this thing really sucking money out of my business? So today, let's talk about that because a disorganization of not managing your expenses is something that can really cost you down the line when you're trying to build a profitable business. And that's what we all want. We all want to be profitable. So one of the first things is it's kind of a habit. And again, y'all, I'm only sharing these in love, but as home bakers, I run across so many home bakers that do not pay taxes. And that is a huge money sucker. And the reason why is because when you don't pay taxes, you get backed up. And we can tell ourselves all different types of reasons, excuses. I've ran across people that were like, oh, I bake from home. So that means I don't have to pay. I'm like, who told you that? So one of the things is that as a business owner, it's up to us to take responsibility. So real quick, don't ask me, don't DM me. Don't You don't have to go in a group. All you have to do is state taxes for cottage food-based businesses in whatever your state is. City taxes for cottage-based food businesses, whatever your state is. Honestly, a quick trip to your secretary of state, your department of revenue, and your local city or community will give you all the answers. And y'all, they are ready and willing to help. But can I tell you something? One of my number one uh, reasons that people book one-on-ones with me, coaching calls, is because they're scared, they're intimidated, they're like, chef, I've received an intent to assess. And I get it sometimes when you're in the beginning, which is why I said I'm not, you know, name calling. I'm not fussing at y'all today. I just want to cover this in love 
because let's make sure we're just handling our business so that we can stay in business, y'all. But what an intent to assess is, is that when your local city or parish or you guys, I'm in the South, we still have parishes. Some of y'all have counties, whatever the hell it is you refer to, depending on your country, when your area comes and they realize you're not paying taxes, they're going to issue an intent to assess. And what that means is that they're trying to assess <laughs> with intention, like this is what we've budgeted or what we feel you've made and this is what you owe. And then people get scared and they don't want to respond and not responding is not good because then it gets bagged back. So you don't want to do that. So the first mistake to avoid not paying taxes in your business, please, if you're listening right now, pull over in the car, make sure you write this down, make sure you jot a note, but I will look up my taxes in my area and make sure that I'm paying who I'm supposed to pay and I'm doing my part. Because when that comes back to you and then you're years behind, that can seriously suck money out of your business. It's like paying catch up and it sucks. So let's just do what we got to do out the gate and make sure that we're taking care of taxes in our business so that we can stay open. One of the second things, the second mistakes that I see so many business owners make or the second money sucker is shiny object syndrome. And y'all, I am guilty of this one too, okay? We see a new spatula, a, a new disco dusk, a new hell freezer. We see things and we're like, ooh, ah, I want that. I need that. I gotta have that. And it's like, sis, you don't need that shit. Hell, you got one that's sitting on the on the counter. You got one that's sitting on your desk that you haven't even opened yet. So shiny object syndrome, especially for bakers, that can take away money in your business because you're spending every little thing you get coming in, you're spending it as it goes out. Um, it reminds me of, I remember I used to love to watch the older movies like The Temptations and The Five Heartbeats. And most of the reason why those guys, those musicians in the early days went broke was because every time they got a check, they was buying a new car, right? How many people watched The Temptations? And y'all remember Otis Ruffin and Donald, and he had a car with glasses on the side of his Cadillac. Like, I mean, every time. And when you watch those stories on VH1, you know, like, where are they now? Where have they gone? They've all said, well, the money was coming in, but I was putting it out, right? Every time they saw something, they had to purchase it. That's what I don't want for you guys, all right? I don't want y'all to be on an episode of uh, famous bakers, where are they now? You know, when you're living in a house with 12 cats, but you got uh, 10 10 inch pans or 50 projectors because you were just buying stuff that you didn't even need and now you can't get rid of it. Shiny object syndrome is real, you guys. And when we don't take the time to be socially responsible to pay attention when we're not doing profit and loss statements with either our CPA or a bookkeeper or someone that can help us in the financial department. And I'll share some tips towards the end on how we can find those people. But when we're not sitting down and we're not using services that can track, you know, what is it that you're spending? Why do you keep going to Michael's versus buying what you need to buy wholesale? You shouldn't be going to Michael's every single week. So when we don't pay attention to how we're putting the money out, when that money could have went towards a better service or a better offer in our business, we end up just wasting money, right? It's almost like when you go out to eat too, you sit back, you're hungry, you order waiter, you order Grubhub, uh, Postmates, 
And then you know damn well you got food in the fridge, right? Come on now. And then you look over your bank statement and you're like, damn, DoorDash, I done gave DoorDash $300 this week. Yes, sis, you was eating the most, you know, and, and you shouldn't have. And I'm probably talking to myself right now, but I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, don't fall victim to shiny object syndrome. Make sure you give yourself a budget to treat yourself. And there's nothing wrong with buying something, especially if it can help put money back into the business. But if you don't need it, then don't buy it. And I know the ads are flashy. I know social media can make you feel, but everybody has a Eddie or a Glowforge. And if, if I don't have this, then, you know, or I have one, but I'm thinking about getting another. No, just pump the brakes on the purchases. There's a reason why your husband has a certain side eye when those Amazon packages come. It's because he knows you have shiny object syndrome and it's real. So just be super mindful of that. The third item is products that no longer serve us. So the first was first two were habits. And now we're getting into products. And man, when we don't pay attention to products that no longer serve us, this can really, really hurt our business. Because what happens is there are times where you could be making things, where you could have allocated that time to something else, but you don't. And so you miss out on earning so much more, your earnings potential could be so much higher. But not only that, you have to realize that sometimes just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it for your business. Case in point, I remember talking to a young lady and she was telling me, you know, she was um, bragging. She was like, oh my gosh, I spent 22 hours on this set of cookies. And they look, I was like 22 hours on some cookies. And so I got to calculate and I'm like, okay, at most, or at least, let's say she paid herself $10 an hour, right? So I'm like, how much, you know, did these, did you charge for these cookies that you spent 22 hours on? So she was booked that week. When she had one order, that was it. She was like, well, it was my only order for the week, you know, and I chopped up the working and I was working on it for about three days, but a total of 22 hours. I was like, damn, on one set of cookies? Yeah, it turned out this girl charged $200 for that set of cookies. And she thought that was doing something. I was like, what? So once I said, sis, I don't even really think you paid yourself, you know, not minimum wage. And that's before we even got to talking about your other expenses and your costs. And did you factor in a profit percentage? None of that was ever really covered. Like she just had the money and she was happy. My cookies out there, <laughs> I hate to come for y'all, but because I don't know what it is. It's like some badge of honor. The longer you work on one set of cookies, honey, I'm telling you that shit will drain you. And when you look back, I know your flooded is on fleek or whatever the kids are saying right now. And I know it brought you so much joy, but baby, if it's really not bringing money into the business, then that means it's taking money from the business. It's a money sucker. So sometimes products that we have and to my cakers, you know, you spend hours and hours and time on in, and it could be a cookie in your business that probably makes you more profit than a particular cake in your business just because of the design aesthetics. And so when we don't charge what we're supposed to be charging, you know, people always say charge your worth. And I believe that. But in actuality, you can't really charge your worth because we're priceless. Right. Our worth isn't worth $40 or $100 or $500. We have to not necessarily charge our worth. We have to charge what our items are worth. 
So when we don't take into account all the factors that go into producing that item, if we're not getting on the back end what we should be receiving for it, then it's sucking money out of our business. And that could have been time that you could have been focusing on something else that was actually driving revenue to the business, one of your money-making items. I remember I had a student one time and she was telling me, um, you know, I keep practicing on this. I keep putting, you know, putting pictures of this out on social media and people don't book it. And I said, well, honey, you have to remember a purpose of a business is to provide value to its consumer. But she was so wrapped up in the product. And generally, when you guys are wrapped up in products, there's two reasons why. One of the reasons is because you have a personal attachment. Because it's something that you love to do so much. She was just, it was this particular style that she liked to do on cakes. I won't say it because I don't want none of the cakers to come for me, but we're having an open conversation. And her customers, they didn't want that. What they had particularly wanted for her was cupcakes. So she never really posted her cupcakes. And when I go on her page, I'm like, I barely see your cupcakes. And she's like, yeah, they're always asking me for cupcakes. And I get tired of doing the, I want to do this. And this is what I could do. And I said, but you have to realize you're a business owner. What if you went to McDonald's and McDonald's was like, I'm tired of doing Big Macs today. I want to try something different. I want to try a Whopper. No, you're not Whopper people, right? Like, Stay in your lane. Could you try? Yes. You've got beef. You've got onions. I'm sure you can make it work, but it won't be the same. That doesn't serve you. Right. So if I roll up to McDonald's and I ask for a Big Mac and y'all don't want to give me a Big Mac because you're working on something else. Guess what I'm going to do as a big girl? I'm about to drive off and I'm about to leave your damn driveway because if you won't give me what I want, someone else will. So I say all that to say this, sometimes it's hard for you guys as bakers to let go of items because you have a personal attachment. But what I need you to understand, honey, is what you don't do, another woman will. What you won't bake, another baker will. And so sometimes because you have this personal attachment to this product, you're not actually, these are your customers, meaning that they're fans of your brand. They're there for you. But when you no longer serve them, don't get surprised when they bounce. Don't get surprised when the engagement rate drops. Don't get surprised when the sales drop because you can't push your personal agenda onto people. Now, granted, you should be able to do what you love in your business. I get that. But there was a time where you love cupcakes. But just because you decided to move on doesn't mean your clients were ready to move on. So now they want the cupcakes, but you're trying to shove something else down their throat because you have a personal attachment to that product. And your personal attachment is causing you to miss out on money. Okay, I know you can do all the things, honey, but it's not about what you can do. And it's not about what you can make physically. It's about what you can make financially, what people want you to do, what it is that they want from you. The second reason is fear. Sometimes we feel afraid, like, oh my gosh, if I take this away, I won't make money. I remember one time um, I was laying in bed. I probably shared this story before, and I was doing a wedding cake. And when I first started, I didn't offer them. Then someone actually, they had used my cake as a wedding cake. And I was like, oh, okay, well, if that's what you use it for, fine. Cause I've never really been in the fondant. And then people asked, and I was like, okay, well, look, if I'm going to do wedding cakes, I'm going to do minimalistic two tier. This is all you get because I'm not really into all that fancy dancy stuff. Now, shout out to all the bakers that do listen who are into the fancy dancy stuff. I'm not judging you just sharing my story. So the last wedding cake I did, I was decorating the cake. And then that day, I had so much anxiety. I felt like a pressure in my chest. 
the left side of my shoulder was hurting. I just felt I was just tired. And when I look back that whole day, I approached that day. I just didn't feel like doing it. Right. How many times did we get the order and then we walk in the kitchen and you're like, damn, why the hell did I take this order? I do not feel like doing this shit. So long story short, it was taking me forever to ice. And I just I felt like I was struggling, like my joints was getting inflamed. I'm like, what the hell is going on? So I ended up going to the hospital. I had enough time. I said, let me just roll to the hospital and see what's uh, what's going on. So I go to the hospital and <laughs> y'all, I'm just just to cut the story short. It did not end well. It did not end well. I had to get admitted generally due to stress and anxiety. I had to have one of my other bacon friends. Shout out to Q. I love you like a fat person loves cake of craft sorority. She had to come get the cake from my husband, finish it and deliver it for me. This is another reason why another bonus tip why it's good to make friends in your local community. And I said, you know what? This no longer serves me. I feel like I spend too much time on these wedding cakes. I know that I can do a wedding cake. I know I could stack a wedding cake, but I don't feel that this serves me. I felt like, and especially at that day, I haven't made any money on this because now I'm sitting in the hospital. I'm wasting time. But a fear was like, I did have this small thing, the Lord, I already got a couple that's scheduled. I got some people that's supposed to come in for tasting. I don't want to hear these people's mouth if I take this away right now. And then some just told me, no, just any tastings you have, call them and tell them, hey, look, I no longer do tastings. I don't want to do this. Don't wait till next year. Do it now. And so I cut it off. And guess what? Nobody said nothing. <laughs> they didn't come after me. They was like, oh, okay, thanks so much for being honest. And that was that. So sometimes when things don't serve us, we just got to let them go. Because if we don't let it go, then we're, we're going to end up letting money go down the drain. And that's what we don't want. So products that no longer serve us. Now, what I want you to think about, though, just a little caveat to this is what are some things you can do to make your processes faster so that you don't spend hours and hours on in on one product, a product that's not as profitable as some of your other products. So like for my cookies, why don't y'all use stencils? I don't know. Y'all be, it's like y'all have the stank face when it comes to stencils. Honey, if you don't stencil that shit on there and be done with it, I've seen all types of cute stencils and the cookies look nice. Why don't you get an Eddie? Quit trying to draw the logo of the person. Honey, get an edible image, slap it on that shit and make your money. There's other little things that we can invest in. And when you invest in these things, because you're saving time, you're now able to make more money because you freed up time to take more orders. So now it's not sucking money out of the business. It's helping you to make money. So just think about that in regards to mistakes that we make with money, because sometimes the mistake that we make is not changing our processes. Why? Because again, we're attached to it, right? I like to do it this way. Girl, you can use a stencil for that shit. Get a stencil and move on, sweetie. The next tip is services that no longer serve us. So oh, I said tip, tip or mistake, either one. But I know, and I had this bad. Right now, everyone is obsessed with reels, the content marketing and all of that. And there are so many apps do this with reels, make this font with reels, make that font. But a lot of that stuff can be done in Canva. And so what happens is I remember early on, because I let it go, I ended up having Canva, but then I also had Ripple and I was making my videos in Ripple, which is another app and service. And I had all these different apps and services. And I encourage you today, this is your homework, 
for all my iPhone users, Android, I don't know how you do this, I'm sorry, but go into your settings, go into your subscriptions and look at all the subscriptions that you're actually subscribed uh, to just, just from your phone. You know, you can also do it with your bank account with the service like Truebill or something like that. But you may notice that you have all these different subscriptions to things that are just wasting money, right? So you're tracking this every month. It's an expense like Canva, $12.95, Ripple, $4.95, another app, $7.99, this app, $9.99. And you look and you're like, wait a minute, do I really need this app? Because I'm pretty sure if you pay attention to Canva, Canva could probably do it all. I haven't ran across much that Canva cannot do. So when we look at those services and we're paying money towards them, that's an extra that you can put back in your business that you can then take that money and make some samples, or you can apply it towards some market fees, or you can use it towards raising brand awareness. Another thing, Bake Diary. I always run across so many people. Sometimes they have a CRM tool, like you're managing your client information, a client management system. And then you have Bake Diary, and Bake Diary can actually do that, which is pretty cool. So there are some features that Bake Diary can do that some people don't even tap into yet. So can it all be done in one app? If so, maybe you can get rid of the other apps you use, solely keep Bake Diary, and start utilizing all the features. One of the biggest comments whenever we talk about Bake Diary in my monthly group coaching membership is people are always like, oh, I didn't know it could do that. I didn't know it could do that. Or they're like, oh, you know what? I haven't even really tried. I bought it, but I haven't really even used it yet. So let's make sure we're using the things that we have before we buy something else, because that's money that could have went somewhere else that could have better served us. So let's make sure the services we have are actually serving our business so that we're not making the mistake of wasting out. Well, not wasting out, but wasting money in our business. And then one of the last ones, you guys, the mistake that I see so many of us make when it comes to money in our business, which is a a tip that I want to share with all of you guys, is not getting help. Some of you guys have been amazing business owners. You've been in the game for one year, five years, seven years, and you don't get help. We have that, that, that that thing with us where we want to try to do all the things. But honey, you are not the accountant. You are not the CPA. Unless you really are. I do have some students. Shout out to Dana. Shout out to uh, Jalen that are actually like accountant CPAs. <laughs> but if if you don't do that as a profession, get you some help, baby. Closed mouths don't get fed. And so two of my favorite resources for free help, y'all. Free. I don't make no money from telling you this. Take your ass to your local SBA. Small Business Association. They have mentors. They have old people in there. They have people that can give you some advice or or share with you some service that can actually help you. And one of the next ones is your local community college or not even a community college, your university. Check their business department and say, hey, are there any tax people in here? Are there any people that are majoring in finance? Are there any people in here that maybe need hours? I've even ran into my local library where they've had some of the students from multiple colleges come down and they will do the taxes for free. And then they have their teachers there 
who are the licensed CPAs. So it's me personally, it's better than a regular person because they're going to do it. And then their teacher is going to double check it because, you know, they're trying to get in their hours so that they can graduate. So it's like you got two set of eyes helping you for no money at all. Right. So now you're also pouring back into your local community because you're helping someone else as they go along their journey. And I'm all about us helping us, you guys. So let's not do this. This is a huge money sucker is not hiring the right people that we need to because there are so many tax deductions and breaks and things that they can find for us that can help us along our way when it's time to file taxes or just so that we operate with a spirit of discernment every single month when we're checking our expenses and making our budget for our business each month. All right, y'all. So I hope all of these tips help. I hope that you avoid all of these mistakes because I really want to see you make more dough because that's what running a business is all about. So do me a favor, be honest if you're listening to this and let me know which one of these help you. Also take a screenshot of the podcast, y'all. I love to see you guys when you listen to the podcast. It means so much to me. We recently just reached over 13,000 downloads. Yes, I'm going to keep counting because every single download is a human. That's a real ass person that listens to my country ass voice. And for that, I say, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I always feel so blessed to wake up and to walk in my passion. And do you have a topic that you want me to cover? DM me, let me know, say, hey, chef, have you covered this? Have you talked about this? And also, just a shameless plug, do you know someone whose story I need to share? I feel like part of the success of the Bacon for Business podcast is sharing other people's stories. And we all grow when we hear from one another. So it has to be a valid story. It has to be a no drama, no bullshit type person. But if you know of someone whose story needs to be heard, you guys, this platform is for all of us. If you're a teacher or instructor and you have a mission and you don't mind sharing, help me grow as I help you grow, then bring your ass on this podcast and let's hear about all the awesome things that you're doing in your business. Because that's also something that I've learned that is a money sucker as well, trying to do it all on your own. Hello, that will lose out on some money. So bring your ass into my DM, DM me at Bacon for Business. Let's chat, let's connect, and let's continue to grow. All right, you guys, I hope these tips help. Thank y'all so much. I can't wait to see what item you will work on. Be sure to take action because action takers are history makers. And let's start making more money and avoid these money suckers. All right, you guys, take care. Bye for now.